Take up the, uh, the battle. Take it up. It's yours. This is your life. This is your world. I'll be leaving it long before you under the ordinary set of circumstances. This nation will rise up, live up the true meaning of its dream. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Rise. Aloha. Welcome to Rise Up. Today we are going to have a little discussion about something that I think is far too prevalent today in our society, and that is bullies and the bully mentality. Where does it come from? Why is it so openly accepted, not addressed? Uh, We'll talk something probably quite a bit about my personal experience with what I'm going through right now. I will try my best not to spill too much of the tea, because I don't want to really get into it, but uh, whatever. Uh, Sometimes you need to share that perspective and experience so that you can get the discussion moving in the right direction. And Her experiences are really valuable, so I'm probably just going to have to share it anyway, regardless of my personal feelings being conflicted about it, because it is quite difficult. It's a very personal situation, and there is a lot of family ties into the scenario, but you know what? It's not about just me. This is about a bigger thing than just me. This is about figuring out how we can be better humans. And I guess uh, here we go. So, bullying. It is all over the place. It's, it's uh, a plague upon social media. <laughs> I'm uh, currently watching The Rings of Power on Amazon. Personally, think that it is a fantastic example of imagination. It is a f- wonderful ode to the Tolkien work that is out there. Uh, you can't recreate what Tolkien did, but you can pay homage to it, and you can use your imagination to do new things with it, and I think what they've done with that series is delightful. I'm a big D&D fan. I play weekly, and I think they do such a good job with the storyline the different characters and races and how they humanize them, uh, these mythical races, and you can see different characters, uh, universal uh, humanity within the different races. Uh, Harfoots being 
community and sticking together the dwarves uh, being really hard but loving people humans being resilient yet also you know I think the humans in this uh, universe really are kind of like dual purpose like you can see the evil and the humanity of the Tolkien aspect of things and here you can see that as well but you also see the resilience and the good that is also capable I, I think they're the humans kind of play the middle ground in these things but uh, I made some comments online about how I felt about it and you can see quite a lot uh, people are comparing Game of Thrones is better this is better and, and if you make a comment about one or the other there are groups of people that will bash you and verbally demean you and bully you online for your opinion and just appreciation of art which is crazy like it, it's art it, like my interpretation how I feel about it is valid doesn't need to be I don't need to be beat up about it but it's it's just so prevalent it doesn't matter what subject it is um, sports if you have a sports team and you know you like that sports team if you post about it it's quite often you'll see someone like gouge at you or poke at you in some sort of negative way and often sometimes it's playful and that's that's great it's it's good to banter i'm not saying everything has to be rainbows and butterflies here but there is quite a lot of uh vitriol involved in what happens in our discussions and i was just using like a very light-hearted one i mean we get into politics religion uh those type of things it becomes very very abrasive and violent we see uh bullies in school and the effects of what happens when people are bullied uh, quite often these gun violence occurrences are committed by victims of aggression and people that have been bullied or outcast isolated from the community and the effects of being isolated from the community are quite obvious uh, if you pay attention from my point of view you end up with people that act out and lash out because they're not part of the fold I'm currently involved in Rise CBD and Rise CBD came from the ashes of a former business that I was involved with. I was unceremoniously outed from the previous business, which I put a lot of time and effort into building, built out their website, got them product insurance, sold product for them, was a main reason for any other shelf space associated them with numerous different business partners that I had garnered through my own personal time and experience over the decades and years of my life and gave them assets 
that I had garnered. And when I was outed uh, under no <laughs> means of, well, I didn't want to be, I, 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 I intended on being with that company for life. That was my intention. I literally built an entire persona around myself that was tied to that business and I expected to be with that business until I was done. But that didn't happen. So from the ashes of that, I rose up and created Rise CBD. And in the period of a few months, I got all the ducks in a row and reformulated, created a new and improved product and got a website going, got a manufacturer, did all the things I needed for the business. And the entire time I was doing that, I was being pestered and bullied and pushed around by my previous business partners. That aggression and bullying has continued until still going on. I am now being... Uh, threatened with legal action over my personal email, which is a Gmail account. So that it's absolutely a personal email account. It's Gmail. It's not uh, at coca-cola.com. <laughs> it's a Gmail account that I created and I linked my cryptocurrency to. I have my music and my personal art is tied to it is a completely personal account and they are threatening legal action to get access and to take over that account along with my personal zoom account which i paid for and used to cover my own self <laughs> when we were dealing in business because you know there was a part of me that was aware of the malfeasant behavior that might come from working with the people i was working with i was optimistic that it wasn't going to end up being as such but at the same time there was characteristics and reasons to think that I needed to do so, so I did. I used my personal account to keep tabs on what I needed to do and to make sure that I covered myself. And that was a account that I had for some time before I started with them and it was personal. So they're trying to take that personal information as well and these hollow threats that are know where they're not going to walk in court but they're being threatening with their lawyers to you know bully me into giving them what they want because they're going to throw tantrums and try to dissuade me from my efforts to create a business and a brand that is authentic honest transparent and integrable It's difficult. I can see. Uh, I can see why people get pushed to their limits and act out irrationally when they are 
constantly hounded by people. It, it, it's sad that as a species, we do that to each other in so many different ways. We, we do obviously the paramount way is war like with Ukraine <laughs> oh well we want access to your river and your grain and this so we're just gonna throw missiles at you and uh, that's gonna be our means of being you know taking what we want we, we just take it that's it's an archaic low-level form of humanity like when are we going to get the point that we, we can evolve like past some of those like childish behaviors it, it it that the examples within our history and our past are so they're prevalent in so many ways they're not necessarily pushed out there and in front of your face but there's so many examples uh, the dart mission that we just did going to the moon i like to use obviously scientific nasa stuff because it's just i don't know the universe is a beautiful thing and it's this cornucopia of possibility out there so i shoot for the stars quite often with my examples there's so many things on the planet though that also railways transportation systems if we want to talk about the greatness of the united states of america just the foundation of our highway system how amazing when we did that it, we put together this system to travel and to move things across our country and it was it's vast it's a giant thing that took a collective effort of people to do And now look at it, it's just falling apart. Because we didn't maintain it. We didn't maintain that trajectory of working together and moving forward. We were just like, okay, it's there, it's done now, and we don't have to keep at it. But haven't we learned that if something is good and worthwhile that you should keep at it? keep going to the gym you, you know i went for 30 days and i got this six pack and then i didn't go again for three years and now i've got a beer belly well yeah that, that's the results you didn't keep up with it you didn't stay consistent with that which was improving your body we didn't tend to stay consistent with the things that improved us as a society and evolve us in a human way we've we've neglected that and we've allowed for the prosperity of people that are aggressive and bullies you end up with people that you know like the 45th president of the united states i try my hardest not to say his name and i refer to him as the painted orange one and while i will acknowledge his genius 
His genius lies in his ability to manipulate and distort the truth and to use the system to bully people into doing what he wants them to do. You see it right now with the Mar-a-Lago situation where he obviously took documents from the White House he was not supposed to take. It's not really that difficult of a scenario. He wasn't supposed to take them. He took them. I don't care if they were receipts for something he got from 7-Eleven. Legally, he wasn't supposed to take them. And his response to why he did that has changed numerous times. And it's just delay tactic after delay tactic. And then, oh, I'm the Supreme Court, my lawyers. The, the, that, those, that's, that's the tactic of a bully. He's, he's shown it in his history previous to that when he was just a citizen of the country where he would just bully people into submitting by just bombarding them with legal action after legal action. And they were frivolous, but the people that were on the other end of it couldn't afford to, to even defend themselves because our justice system is better for the bullies. <laughs> as long as they have the financial means to manipulate the system, the people that are pushing people around have the advantage. Those that seek justice and those that are on the side of righteousness have a much more difficult time acquiring justice than those that are perpetuating bigotry and malfeasance upon the benevolent it's it's so it's it, it's all over the place it's gross it's it, it's a definitely difficult to look at so i think the united states in general has really created an atmosphere that benefits bullies and we just allow it i mean for a long time when i was a kid 80s and 90s it was the status quo it was you know be big be muscular push people around like i think when i was talking with some friends the other day and they watched some revenge of the nerds and like some movies if you just go back and watch some of the movies that were popular and like really turn to the things we accepted were, were difficult and are difficult to swallow nowadays now that we can look back. Now that we know better, we look back and we can see the follies in our ways. And are we going to make changes in how we operate moving forward? That's the question. Like, Are we going to actually make the changes? Instead of like what I see is we're, we're noticing these things. We're noticing the follies. We're acknowledging the follies. We're, we're making a lot of noise about it as a uh, society. But are we making actual changes to the system to enable better outcomes in the future? And I'm not involved enough. I don't have the bandwidth to be everywhere and to see everything 
but I, I from my experience it, it's not really moving at a rate that is conducive for me personally I uh, am dealing with it also in my HOA scenario uh, bought into a three-bedroom 1200 square foot condominium in a joint living scenario basically it's like a glorified apartment townhome and when we moved in we moved in and immediately I was active in trying to be part of the community and did a community newsletter monthly and kept people up to date on what was happening only to find that when I brought up a problem that was going to be financially incumbent upon the owners that it was met with well we're not going to do that that's not going to happen and the more I looked into it there's more questions like what's going on like why is taking care of the roof a problem well eventually the roof failed <laughs> and looking into the financial documents and the construction records there was a lot of missing documentation nobody had been keeping records properly and as I continued to ask questions I was met with absolute distortion of the truth and defensiveness and I started being attacked verbally for what I was doing I continued I'm persistent and I don't take kindly to bullying I it's not a thing that I'm okay with I've never really been okay with it I definitely stand up to the storm and will shake my fist at it that's why uh, rise up ends up being a theme for me because I, I don't I don't back down uh, from a conversation or trying to do what's right in my opinion I guess so kept going forward got some of the financial records audited and the auditor actually calls the property manager and the property manager admits now I have this in writing from the auditor on paper and the property manager admitted to deleting financial records of the HOA so I'm like okay that's pretty major and I bring this up to the HOA members and everything and a select group within the HOA who has been trying to distort the truth and dissuade people from looking at the issues just hampered it down maligned me started saying you're trying to cause a lawsuit or are you trying to sue the HOA and I was like I'm, no I don't intend on doing anything of the sort I just want to figure out why we have these issues which are obviously problems happening so frequently and I can't find any justice in this we still don't know why the financial records went missing we haven't had any luck fixing the problems that still are prevalent over the last three plus years and I've you know asked legal advice and legal counsel what I can do just because not seeking a lawsuit but just trying to figure out how do we how do we solve the problem what is a solution to what we're dealing with 
and the answer is usually twenty, thirty thousand dollars, and we can start looking into it. And I'm like, twenty, twenty, thirty. What am I? I'm not making money on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not able to throw twenty, thirty thousand dollars just on figuring out whether or not I'm being screwed over. But the people who are doing the screwing over, they don't have to spend any money. They just screw people over. And there's no money needed because in order to combat that and to seek the justice, I have to be able to afford it. Then even if I could afford it, then I'd have to go to court, which would be another fee and then more money. And I still most likely won't find justice. The lawyers have consistently said, if you go down that road, it's probably just not worth it. You'll end up spending more money than you'll get in return. Now, how is that even fair? How is that a system that we've created that's like after I mean, it's 2022 and we have a system in which the legal counsel will openly tell you you know, I understand that you're being screwed over here and that you're looking for justice, but if you seek justice, you're going to end up losing financially. Like, how, how is that where we're at? Like, and that's just a common thing. Common. It's so common. It blew my mind. Uh, being that I grew up in this fantasy world where I thought we in the United States had some sort or some semblance of structure that provided justice and freedom and the opportunity for success. And in turn, I'm finding more so that it's the opportunity for success if you manipulate and you take advantage of the system, not if you work within and you, you know, do what is conscionable or righteous you do that that's probably not going to get you where you want to go so like maybe having more conversations about different things there's so much more i mean there's just a few personal experiences that i have that really give me the perspective that bullying is the prevalent way to success today and when we see these outbursts from people through the forms of a few different things, uh, you see gun violence, you see people that are homeless, homeless people. Uh, I, I, it drove me nuts. I went to a town hall meeting and they were talking about violence and the reason for the violence and what to do for the crime and the rise in crime. And it's... I, I don't agree with the reasons, I don't agree with the solutions, and I don't agree with the thoughts that are discussed by the people in charge and the people making decisions. Their response is, well, it's people with addiction issues, and it, in order to take care of it, we need more prisons because we need to be able to lock these criminals up and get them off the street. And I see this as just a poor way of looking at the problem. What is the issue? Well, we have people on the street who are committing crimes. Why are they committing crimes? 
Let's continue down this discussion. Why are they committing the crime? Well, right now we have a financial disparity. The numbers don't make sense. The number A plus B equals C. C being what it costs to pay for your bills, your rent, your food, your transportation, and just your basic bills. And A is your hourly wage, and B is your hours worked. A plus B don't equal C. C is a much larger number than A and B can get to. And people end up on the street, and they're, 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 they're in a survival instinct. They're desperate. They're not getting the housing they need, so they don't have a structure. They don't have the food they need. They don't have the security. They can't take care of their children, which induces a survival instinct that they cannot control. Your brain releases different hormones and causes your body to react in a certain way and manipulates your mental state. That's just chemistry. Basic stuff we know. And we have a lot of people in the world today living in a survival instinct for long periods of time. And we know that the longer you live in this situation, the more aggressive and the more desperate your actions become. And what do we see in today's society? We see a rising, surging suicide rate. We see a rising crime. We see a lot more people that are depressed and mental health issues. All stuff that we're talking about. It's definitely a highlight of the conversation throughout the media. But we're not addressing why these... Th it's because the numbers don't make sense. The rent is too damn high guy was right. The numbers don't make sense. That was just one variable, the rent. It, it, the numbers don't make sense. It's basic, basic math. $15 an hour, the fight for 15. They are throwing, that's insulting. That's an insulting movement. Fight for 15. $15 an hour working full time will only garner you $2,400 a month. Now, $2,400 a month pre-tax. So after taxes in the state of Washington, you're more around $2,000. So $2,000, what is that going to get me if I'm working full time? That's going to get me in debt before I pay the average rent and the average child care. The average rent in Washington state is somewhere around $1,400. The average child care a month is $1,000. That's before food, gas, all the extra bills. So just rent and childcare, and I am already $400 in debt working full time. 40 hours a week is a quarter of the entire time in a week. There's 168 hours in seven days. And if I give 40 of those hours, the rest I need to sleep, eat, travel, take care of family, do these things. It's so. I think that if you give 40 hours of your week, that you should be able to take care of your basic survival needs regardless of the job you do. I don't care if you are out just cutting lawns like a 16-year-old. If a 16-year-old was out mowing the lawn for 40 hours a week, he should be able to pay for his rent, 
his food, his transportation, his health care. And this is crazy because people then get into the argument, oh, well, how is a small business supposed to get by? I don't care. That, that, that's not the, the, we're not talking about small business. We're talking about what's causing the rise in crime and suicide rate and the issues we're dealing with. And it's the numbers. Our system doesn't work. And it enables those that are bullying the people underneath. People can't leave their jobs. They don't even, they're not even happy in their jobs. They don't leave because, well, man, I need this health care. I got to take care of my wife and my kids and I need the health insurance. I hate this job and I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And I'd really like to take an opportunity, go back to school and improve myself and be a better person. But if I do that, I'm at risk of not being able to take care of my bills and my children and my health care. It's not okay. It's un It's an unfair system which again, only empowers the people who are pushing us around. It's an economic bully system. I, I'm not, I, and it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I look around and I, I was so, my life has been great. So many lessons, so much wisdom imparted to me and the perspectives I've been able to tap into the people I went to school with, um, the people I traveled and talked to, have given me just so many different angles. And in that, a majority, God, 80, 90% of those people are all people that are just good people. They're quality, kind people. Now, I might not get along with all of them, and we might not have had the best parting of ways but their intent as a person is good they just had to make a decision that I didn't find okay I basically feel that when it comes to things in life I tend to forego myself in consideration of others and that isn't necessarily the case for everyone and I don't expect it to be the uniqueness of us all, you know, is beautiful. But those decisions are typically, in my opinion, altered by a survival instinct. We're all on the same boat. I'm willing to give up my seat on the life raft for the children. But that doesn't mean that my cohort over here, John Doe, feels the same way. He might take the seat that he has and let the children sit on the boat with me. <laughs> and whether I agree with him or not doesn't make him a bad person. He's just making a decision, a survival instinct decision. What I'm suggesting is that that decision is based upon the system that we've created and if we just simply had a different system we wouldn't be put in a survival instinct to have to choose between the children and ourselves so 
I think I'm getting way off tangent here. I'm going to wrap this one down because I think we're past its usefulness. <laughs> but I just uh, appreciate you all. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to me, uh, letting me vent and talk about subjects with you. Uh, this is a fantastic platform that we have, this technology and ability to reach out and have discussions about really important things. And I think we can do better than we have up to this point and start to really solve some problems. Just got to keep having the conversations. The difficult. They're going to be difficult. They're going to be not so pleasant. We will disagree. We will definitely disagree. But if we can keep having the conversations and keep coming up with different solutions, doesn't mean they're going to be answers, but have different solutions and just throw different solutions at it. Once we know the solution doesn't work, cool. Toss it. Throw another solution at it. Oh, doesn't work. Toss it. Oh, parts of that one worked. Let's keep the good parts. Let's throw the bad parts. Let's manipulate it and make it better and keep working towards the answer instead of just allowing for trash to be the status quo. And it is trash to accept that 3 million children in the United States each year die of starvation-related problems. That there is an average of 22 veterans a day that commit suicide. That we have homeless veterans, children, and elderly in the first place when there are more than enough structures to house them all. We just choose to allow a system which is garnered by economics to say, you know, we're not going to let them stay in that building because they don't pay the rent. We decide these things. We make the choices. And we, we, we really need to have discussions about what those choices are, what the consequences of those choices are, and whether or not we're okay with them. I don't think we're okay with them. I think a lot of the guilt that eats us up inside when we're sitting here and we're looking at the world around us, it's guilt. We're angry with ourselves. We're not angry at any other person. We're angry with ourselves. And instead of acknowledging that, we take it out on each other and we become the bullies. And this system allows us to, for whatever reason, to continue that cycle. Let's break the cycle. Let's rise up from this situation and be better together. So take my hand. Let's have a conversation. Let's keep going. Aloha. Mahalo. Thank you for your time. This episode, as always, sponsored by Rise CBD. You can find them at risecbd.com. R-Y-E-S-C-B-D.com. We are providing you with 11 anti-inflammatories, 5 analgesics, all non-GMO ingredients. Taking time-tested massage therapist-approved ingredients to help aid you in having a happier, healthier life. 
If you want to know more, please reach out to us at our website. Uh, go ahead and contact us at the contact email. We would like to give you time. If you have any questions about the endocannabinoid system or CBD or any of our other ingredients and how they might assist in your health, you feel free to give us a call and we will schedule a time to phone you or video conference with you and give you the time that you need so that you can better understand the benefits that you can receive from all of this. StudioStargazer.org Thank you to them as always for helping us refine the audio, providing the fantastic ambiance, and making this more of a connective experience. Can't say enough about the help they've done for me personally and helping me achieve just doing this. And I really value my time here uh, on this podcast with you guys. So thank Studio Stargazer for that. Shout out to Emma's Universe. We're going to be doing a guest appearance with them here soon. Looking forward to that. Absolutely love Emma and her podcast. It's about leadership, business, positivity. And if you get a chance, check them out. It's Emma's Universe on your podcast source. They are also part of the Studio Stargazer family. If you want to be a part of this conversation, you have any questions, concerns, opinions, or advice. Also, if you have any conversations that you'd like us to discuss, topics, feel free to reach out to us at our phone number, 360-859-9934. We will make sure to listen to your phone call, and if you would like, you can stay anonymous. If not, let us know, and we'll shout you out in the next episode and bring you in. This is about building community, bridging gaps, and starting a conversation that we all can be a part of. I'm not even remotely capable of having all the answers if I have any but together we will have the answers thank you again mahalo aloha good night